Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Happy Thursday morning, everybody. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Morning. morning. Good morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, on your smart speaker, and driving in on the old car radio. It's uh, Provincial Election Day in Ontario, and who are you voting for? Who are you voting for? <laughs> who got your vote? Angie, you first. No, we're not no. talking about that. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Little uh, dad brag here. My son is actually working today's first professional job. He's actually working at an election office today mm-hmm. for 14 hours. Yeah, that's a long. That's a long first shift. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll that'll surely give him a nice intro into the world of work. Totally, yeah. <laughs> he's going to be like, I never want to work again. <laughs> Does anyone really want to vote, though? I mean, mm-hmm. it's our democratic right, and we will exercise yeah. it. But I mean, I feel like this. Election has just been like, like, is anyone really completely aware that there is one? Like, it's just been such yeah. a non-event. It, well, yeah, it has really felt that way. I already voted. I did like the advance polls because mm-hmm. uh, the last election I did a mail-in ballot, but um, Adam, my fiance, he went to the the polls and he waited an hour, for like over an hour in line, and he mm-hmm. was like, "I ain't doing that this time." He did a mail-in ballot. I voted last Friday before the uh, advance polls closed because I was like, nah, I'll take care of it now. So to me, it doesn't even feel like election day because I've already done my duty. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, they opened a long time ago. Yeah, yeah we voted uh, about two weeks ago, Connie and I. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's it's one of those things where, you know, you look at, you know, what they're telling us and obviously uh, the conservatives are once again in the lead and, you know, they've held it for 25 years, you know, um, you know, over the last 50. But, you know, I think... I think when we do these advanced polls uh, too early and things like that, um, you know, when, when, when they're telling us in the news that they're in the lead and this and that, I think a lot of people just go, well, I'm not going to bother then, yeah. you know, because they're already in the lead. It's not going to change anything, da 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 You know, and I think that that's the wrong take. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. I saw something on CTV Ottawa last night that in one of the... One of the one of the parts of our of our city where Jeremy Roberts, a conservative, won last time. He won by 175 votes. So that's it's it's so clear that you got to get out and vote because it comes down to 175 votes, even smaller. Yeah, well, for sure, that's yeah. the thing. Like mm-hmm. it's uh, it's one of these elections where everyone thinks it's in the bag. Yeah, and then you know it could go a completely other way. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, if you think about like the last four years and everything that's happened in it, everyone has had a very large opinion about the government and yeah. how Ontario handled everything. Um, and then there's a lot of those people who are given those opinions who didn't get out and vote. So like. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. I mean, this is, we're in a very unique position this time around because we usually we, we vote on them because, you know, how they spend our money, where our tax money goes, this, mm-hmm. that, and how they operate our province. But this is how they operated our lives and how they yeah. made decisions about our health, our safety, our kids, yeah. our daily operation, like where we could go, our freedoms. Like th- there is so much more on the line this time when we saw how much power our mm-hmm. government actually had over us the last several years. All the more Agreed. reason to get out. <laughs> All right. So who did you guys vote for? Janelle? <laughs> I wouldn't go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> when you think useless, think of Stu. Hey everybody, welcome. Welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. All right, gather around the old radio machine for another mind-blowing useless fact. If you're having trouble kicking this habit, I've got a, a way for you to kick the habit. Um, do you know that potatoes, tomatoes, and green peppers all contain nicotine? 
Potato. Potatoes, tomatoes, and green and peppers all contain nicotine. I think you've used this fact before, Stu. Have I? I don't Sounds re- awfully familiar to me. I don't yes. remember it specifically, but why I side would with they? Angie. Why would they? I don't know. There's something in them that makes them uh, <laughs> they contain nicotine. Don't ask me anything more. You know that. <laughs> yes, we do know that. <laughs> Maybe they're like a you know sister plant with a tobacco plant. Is it like the like the same bad effects as like I eat tomatoes every single day? Am I like smoking a pack a day? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening here? <laughs> but I'm saying for people that are you know that smoke a lot, if they're trying to kick the habit, maybe switch to potatoes, tomatoes, and green peppers. Oh, like the patch. Yeah. <laughs> so they get their slow release yeah. without smoking. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, Janelle, what, how do you rate that fact? Uh, I do believe that this is a repeat fact, so I'm going to give you a six this morning. Okay. Uh, Angie? <laughs> uh, I'll give it a 7.5. I'll squeeze that out. All right. I'll take it. Uh, to the scores, we go 10, 0, 30. Let's see what we have here. Mr. Kempfield, the first one in with an eight. Thank you very much. How do I kick the habit of giving you bad scores, says Gusto from the Hall of Fame. He's giving you a four on that fact. I'm kicking kicking out. He's out of the Hall of Fame again. (laughs) Oh, man. He's in, he's out, he's in, he's out. (laughs) Dad's a little Finlander. I haven't heard this fact. Super interesting. Definitely a 10 this morning. Thank you very much. Another 10 from uh, Frantastic. He says, I've never heard that. And oh, my gosh. Well, the early morning kids feel like they have. They feel like it's also a repeat fact. They do love tomatoes. Not so much the green peppers i agree with both of those things yeah me too <laughs> oh green peppers are the worst um yeah. uh they're giving you an eight on that okay. this morning Stuart's uh, number one favorite fan is neurotic mama gives him a 10 it never knew that and definitely not a pepper fan mm-hmm. i like all the other peppers just not the green variety well yeah and somebody tried to tell me that, that there's no difference and i was like you're oh, insane a hundred percent different they, like uh, the bell, the colorful bell peppers are sweet. Are sweet, yeah, yes. sweet peppers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Green are go in the trash bin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. people actually put that on pizza, which oh, is disgusting. It takes over the whole flavor of yeah, the pizza. It's not, nice. it's not nice. You can't even pick them off because they yeah. leave behind their stench. Yeah, that's kind of. <laughs> uh, Connie, the wound care nurse, believes she already knew that, and believes you have done this before, and is also giving you a four. Mm. Connie, the wound care nurse, is banned. Some people with some good memories out there. <laughs> Move mornings with stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move One Hundred. What's trending? Well, I have to admit, I was in the car yesterday listening to CFRA when I heard this uh, go live. They were taking the verdict live in the courtroom of the Depp Heard trial as the uh, the verdict from the jury was being read out. And I have to admit, like, my mouth dropped open. Yeah. I was still a little bit surprised that it was like he won on every single level that he went after in this defamation suit. And he was awarded not the $50 million that he intended to, but $15 million, which was, you know, something. It is kind of surprising, and legal analysts are saying that she also won just a little bit, like her $2 million in, you know, that one angle where his agent defamed her, but... um he clearly came out the big winner in that trial I mean, yesterday. Yeah, you just subtract totally. that, and now he gets thirteen million. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I mean. And so he was not in court when the verdict was read. She was. They didn't have to be. Uh, he was uh, drinking pints. In a, I saw this video <laughs> in a pub in the UK <laughs> with a couple of other musicians, um, and he's happy. He said, "You know, justice has basically been served." She is not happy. She is heartbroken, and she plans to appeal the verdict. So she mm. has announced her intentions 
evidence to appeal the verdict. Um, and what experts are saying is that in order for her to do that, she's going to have to post bond for the full $10 million judgment plus interest to prove that she's going to pay that out before she even launches into the appeal. And then she has to demonstrate that there were errors in the trial or that the jury's reading of the law was, you know, skewed in some way. Mm -hmm. So it's, if this goes all back through the cycle again, it's going to be long. Oh my gosh. And I didn't, I didn't, I told you on the air yesterday morning, I didn't think this would be resolved yesterday. That's why I'm not a lawyer. Yeah. You're not a lawyer. Uh, Elon Musk, who was (laughs) featured a little bit in this trial as, you know, giving charity donations on Amber's behalf, um, is uh, focusing on his own company right now and slamming down on employees working from home. He is not having it. So he uh, sent out a memo to all of his employees saying basically return to the office or leave Tesla. Wow. Like it's A or B, no no hybrid model, no, you know, Fridays at home, no nothing. You're in the office or you don't work for us. He wants all employees to spend a minimum of 40 hours uh, in the office per week. And he said, if you don't show up, we're going to assume you have resigned. And so people were asking him, like, what about all of these other Silicon Valley companies that are allowing company, you know, employees to do this? He said there are other companies that don't require this. But when is the last time they shipped out a great new product? It's been a while. Tesla will create and manufacture the most exciting and meaningful products of any company on Earth. And this will not happen by phoning it in. Oh, my gosh. You know what? This guy can take it and shove it. He said they should pretend to work somewhere else, oh. alluding to anybody who works from home as pretending to work. So, yeah, so the world has just been running on pretend for the last yes. two years. Exactly. <laughs> like, yep. Come on. I'm glad we don't work for Elon. Mm-hmm. Oh and that's what's trending. Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. All right, I'm going to try on my old curmudgeon voice here for a second. Oh, these kids today, they will never understand. (laughs) That's bang on. They will never understand. So on a throwback Thursday, we've been talking about landlines. And kids will never understand this, A, because everyone has cell phones now and the landline is becoming obsolete in general. Imagine having to share one phone number with your whole house, kids. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's got their own phone numbers now. But also, B, because they don't even call anyone anymore. That's so true. They just text or Snapchat or whatever, right? Yeah. So we started talking about the things like the struggles, the hacks, the landline stories that, you know, people of today just don't understand what we went through when we were kids or a whole house growing up together. What do you specifically remember as being, you know, something that stands out to you about having a landline? When you call a buddy and you get this sound. It would drive me bananas. The worst, because, like, think about it. Like, people would be on the phone, especially late at night. You'd be talking to your best friend for, like, over yeah. an hour, right? And so other people would be trying to call. You get yeah. that sound. Oh, that was the worst. Bananas yeah. would drive me. So we actually had a party line growing up. And um, for anyone who has no idea what a party line is, oh, it's a it's a treat. <laughs> uh, you basically share a phone with all of your neighbors, essentially. So there could be upwards of four people who have the same party line as you. You all have different phone numbers. But if someone's trying to call your neighbor who's on your party line, your phone also rings in your house. Oh. But a different ring? Yeah, yeah. So, like, you might have two short and a long, like, 
I think I remember this from like my grandparents and my aunt who lived on the farm, but like down the road from each other, but they had the same line kind of thing. Yeah. So you would have to listen to the ring to know whether or not that person on the other end was trying to call you or not. So, but explain this to me. Like if you picked up the phone, if it was your ring in your house Mm -hmm. and you picked up the phone and you're talking to your friend, could any of those other three houses listen in on your call? Yes. (laughs) No. Yeah. You thought it was bad. Your mom was listening in on your phone calls. Your neighbors could be listening in on your phone calls. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This was good entertainment then. (laughs) I would totally listen in. That's basically like social media is now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, the thing is, is that by the time uh, I was around, we didn't actually have that situation going on. We didn't share a line with anyone, but my parents kept the party line because it was way cheaper. The thing that I remember that I had to do is that anytime I had to call long distance, I actually had to be connected to an operator. They needed to know what number I was calling from, so I had to give my phone number before that I would get connected to the actual number so they knew who to charge it to. Oh my god. So whenever friends came over, I was like, are you calling long distance? And they're like... Yeah, is that okay? And I'm like, it's fine, but there's an operator going to come on the line. Just give me the phone. Yeah, just give me the phone. I'll do it. And then I'll give it back to you. I remember when it was such a big deal when someone got their own phone line. Do you remember that? Yes. So, like, if your friend or your older sibling, my sister, looking at you, Mm -hmm. got their own phone line, like, that was such a big deal. Or your own extension, Remember that? You guys had extensions in your own home? Yeah. You get your own extension or you get your own (laughs) phone line and you were like, you might as well be rich. You're rich because you got your own phone line for your 16th birthday or something like that. Wow. Was the equivalent of getting a cell phone now. I suppose. Yeah. Totally. It was a big deal. Yeah. I still remember Connie's uh, uh, personal number. Her own extent, like her own Uh, line? Her own number. Yeah. Really? Yeah. To this day, I still have it memorized in my head. That's crazy. Who remembers this sound? The rotary dial-up phone. <laughs> oh, my God. I actually kind of miss those a little bit. Those are no. so fun going all fun, the yeah. way around. No, you don't. And no. then you mess up the phone number. You have to hang up and start <laughs> all over again. Yeah. I, think we, I think we had one, you know, briefly when I was very young. And then my parents got, oh, they got the new push-button phone. Oh, my gosh. I love the rotary phone. And the long, curly cord that came yeah. with the phones. Yeah. You'd be on the phone with your friend for over an hour. And you would be, like, mummified in the cord and all tangled up in yeah. it. Wrapped but at least around you your could body. walk around and do things. You weren't so tethered to like the desk. <laughs> you would spin yourself all the way up in the cord and then like unravel yourself at the end. And the cord that started like maybe a foot long when you bought the phone was all of a sudden like six feet long, <laughs> you know, a year in. But then you graduate from the long cord and then you get a cordless phone. Oh, yeah. God. Know, it's right? like you were rich. You guys were rich. I didn't have one of those. All right. So what do you remember specifically? The trials, the tribulations, the hacks, the struggles of having a land. Online. You guys are making us laugh with your stories this morning already on social media. Yeah, so give us a call, 750-1100. You can also text it in at 10 30 Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that just makes uh, me cringe. The yeah. hairs on the back of my neck stand up and I'm angry. Yeah. Totally, totally. Literally brings back bad, bad, just bad times. Yeah, big time. <laughs> that sound was the worst sound to hear. Of course, that is the the dial-up sound, mm-hmm. yeah. which is just a lovely feature that we had to deal with with the landlines and not having high-speed internet. <laughs> yes, and we're talking about that this morning. We're asking you like about you know the sort of trials and tribulations that you remember of having a landline or the special hacks that you had because a lot of you had some special hacks that you would use.
And uh, I love Tatiana's because I actually did this when I was in college and didn't have any money to pick up a phone and call long distance. Or even locally, I would say, you have a collect call from meet you at the bar at 10. Uh, <laughs> so a lot of you said you use the collect call because, I mean, really, we didn't have cell phones. The only form of calling, you know, someone would be like throwing in a quarter, calling from the payphone. But nobody wanted to do that. Nobody wanted to spend the money. So they call collect. Uh, some people said that they used it for their kids' activities because they yeah. dropped their kid off really? at the pool or at, you know, hockey or whatever, and then you would call collect to your parent when you were done. They wouldn't accept the charges, but you would know if you got that collect call, your kid was re- being ready to be picked up. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like a free call from public phone. <laughs> That's amazing. This yeah. is an interesting hack as well because right now with our cell phones, if you don't want somebody to call you, you can turn your ringer off. You can, mm-hmm. you know, maybe put your phone on do not disturb. Well, uh, Brenda said, their phone was in the kitchen. Her mom hated it when it would ring during supper time. So she used to take the phone and stick it in the fridge. Take it off oh. the hook. Yeah. You would take it off the hook and then you would hear the yeah. for a long time. But if you left it long enough, they would stop and then it would be silent. And that's how you do do not disturb. How about, uh, remember when we used to do star 69 and block our phone numbers? Oh, yeah. I used to do all the time. Yeah. So you could like prank call people. Totally. Stuff. Is your refrigerator running? Yeah. <laughs> Better go get it. <laughs> or how about the feeling? And this was extremely rare. Like it was the unicorn if it happened. But when you would be calling your best friend and you would pick up the phone to call them and they would already be on the line because you had a sixth sense, but they just called you. Remember and, it, and it never actually had, it yeah. hadn't just rang. It hadn't you, rung. You, you picked it up already yeah. and they were connected. Because you're yeah. calling each other at the same yeah. time. Yeah, that, that would like, happen a ah. lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you guys remember answering machines <laughs> when oh, people God. actually used to leave them? Yes. Callie was like, yeah, I remember creating super cheesy outgoing messages for answering machines. Yeah. You get the whole family in there. It's you true. Preach John, Jason, Allie. <laughs> Be like a whole theater skit <laughs> played out. How about this? How about when you call your best friend's house and their parents would pick up and then you were stuck on the phone with their parents oh. until oh, yes. they came to the phone <laughs> and then you had to talk to their parents and be like how are you good good yeah, yeah it's a kill cool time yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. you're like hurry you up and get to the phone, the phone too? <laughs> yeah and um this is definitely something that jane brought to my attention she said she had um her boyfriend at the time husband now moved far away for school and they had long distance bills of upwards of three hundred dollars a month. Oh Oof. my gosh! Like that well, was before you, you could get an unlimited plan. You think your <laughs> yeah. phone bill, plan is expensive now? Three hundred dollars a month just to talk yeah. talk on the phone? It's like, true. Oh man! Uh, and how about this? This just shows like the sign of the times and how much we've evolved in so many different areas of technology. But back then, if you wanted to sell an item. You had to put that item like in the penny saver. You guys remember the penny saver? <laughs> yeah, so I remember that. You'd have all these people calling your house about your item in the penny saver, like from like weeks later, because yeah. there was no way of saying an item was sold yeah. unless you paid for another ad in the paper. Oh, uh, yes, I remember that. <laughs> Couldn't just update it like we do on Marketplace now, like sold, you know, like oh, honestly, man. and your phone would be ringing forever. You still selling those cars? You still selling those tires? <laughs> oh, my. Oh my gosh. Unbelievable. Uh, technology's been nice. Mm-hmm. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? I'm in love. I'm all shook up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, hey, when you think 
Vega Vega. You think of that guy right there. The little totally. white chapels getting married by Elvis. While couples dreaming of an iconic Vegas wedding may feel a little shook up because Elvis has left the building. Oh, thank you. The licensing company that controls the name and image of Elvis Presley has ordered Vegas chapel owners and operators to cease using his likeness in their oh, ceremonies. Why? This has come to a, as a huge shock to several chapel owners. It is devastating to their business. I mean, the Vegas wedding industry brings in a whopping $2 billion annually. What? Annually. So just last month, I mean, Courtney Kardashian, Travis Barker got yeah, married by another Elvis impersonator. I mean, it's just one of those things that people do on a whim and crazy and whatever. Kelly Ripa always talks about being married from a Vegas uh, Elvis impersonator. But this is bad timing because there's a lot of extra new buzz now around Elvis with this new film coming out, this biopic uh, that's going to be coming out June 24th. So this is undoubtedly going to reignite interest in his career, his music, his yeah. life. I mean, this would have been great for business for them. Yeah, they were looking forward to it. <laughs> Can you imagine just getting married by like a random person at a white chapel? <laughs> like, what's the deal? Right. Like That's really sad for them. So from Vegas to Toronto, the trailer for the new movie... The Man from Toronto has just dropped, and it features Kevin Hart and Woody Harrelson in this movie, but people have quickly noticed that they don't sound like locals in this trailer. So one of the easiest way to tell a local from a tourist in Toronto is to listen to the way they say the city's name. How do you say Toronto? Toronto. How do you say Toronto? Toronto. Yeah. So uh, a tourist will say Toronto. And really sound out that second T, right? But anyone from the six will say Toronto. So listen to the trailer for the movie. Hey, Toronto. The man from Toronto. Our only way to find the man from Toronto is if you continue to be the man from Toronto. Hola. I am the man from Toronto. (laughs) (laughs) It's no different. It's no different than Montreal. A lot of people say Montreal. Right. So people are calling into question the authenticity of this movie, which was shot in Ontario. And you see, like, the Gardner Expressway and the whole thing. But uh, it's coming out on Netflix. (laughs) Somebody should have been on that. (laughs) And that's what's trending. Time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right, Janelle, who made the cut? We're playing with Nicole and Jason this morning. And Stu, so you're playing with Jason first. That's uh, because he, I won yesterday. Oh, yeah, he won, so I would yes. go first. Yes, and yeah. he goes first. It's been so long since <laughs> I You don't even know how it works. <laughs> all right, so I would go first with Nicole. Good morning, Hi. Nicole. Hi. Good morning, Angie. Hello. So we get first choice of categories. We'll tell you what they are, and you decide which one you like, okay? Sure. So thanks to Lucretia Supernecca, who sent in our categories this morning. We have kings and queens or tea time. Oh, jubilee categories. Oh, kings or queens or tea time. Let's do tea time, Angie. Tea time. I like it. All right. Here we go. This is what you boil to make tea. Water. Yes, and you drink it out of a tea Cup. Yes, and it goes under a fancy little, like a cup, cup and... Pistachio. Yes. Uh, and uh, they're made of green what on trees? The green... Leaves. Yes. Uh, and what's the color I just said? Green. Yes. Uh, this is a special kind of tea. Helps you get sleepy. Uh, d- uh, chamomile. Yes. And this is what is in coffee that makes you awake. Uh, caffeine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was good. That was very, very good. Oh. 
Yeah. You rock to that girl. Good job. That's, that's going to be tough to beat, but I'll give him my best shot with Jason. Good morning, Jason. Good morning. We got this. Don't worry. Totally. All right. The category is what? Uh, we've got kings and queens. All right. Everything kings and queens related. All right. Three, two, one. What does the queen wear on her head? Crown. Yes. And oh, she's wearing a giant uh, dress, but uh, another word for a dress is it is a... All right, skip it. Um, skip it. You're going to the bathroom, sitting on the throne. Yes, and uh, you're gonna uh, you're gonna uh, say hi to everybody. You're doing what with your hand? What? Wait. You're, yes, and you live in Windsor. It's a big house. Windsor Castle. Yes, and uh, you refer to them as your Royal. Majesty. Mm-hmm. Majesty. The other one we were looking for was uh, gown. Gown. Oh, okay. <laughs> good, good try, guys. Good try. Thanks for playing, Jason. Call again, okay? Okay. We'll play again next time. And today it's going to be Nicole taking the win. Woo! Nicely done. Thank you. Well, congratulations, Nicole. You are off to the movie theater. We've got a pair of passes and treats for two for you to Landmark Cinemas. Yeah. Thank you. You're very welcome. Yes. Go see Top Gun. I'll go with you. I still need to see it. (laughs) Have a great day. Thanks, guys. Stephanie and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Well, the official start of summer is still a couple of weeks away, but for me, it's always been the Chio uh, Telethon, which is on Sunday on CTV from 1 till 7. And it's a, it's an opportunity for you guys who listen to us every day to buy us. <laughs> so they say money can't buy happiness, but apparently it can buy you a morning show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, we're putting our own selves up on the auction block. We've done this before. It's been very successful in the past. We don't know why, but it is uh, for raising money for Chio. And this is the opportunity for you, if you own a business, for example, um, to even if you don't own it, convince your yeah. boss, right? <laughs> Just bid on us, put up a bid. All of that money, of course, is going directly to Chio. Yeah. But what that means is our morning show will come to you. I was going to say your place of work, but for some, it'll be like wherever. Yeah, we'll come to you and do our morning show with you the entire morning. Mm-hmm. So when we did this last year, the winning bidder was SNR Mechan- SNR Plumbing in Orleans. That was mm-hmm. the only problem with with the broadcast was it was all the way in Orleans. Oh, oh whatever. It was <laughs> fun. We had a great time. Yeah. It was a great crew there. The staff yeah. was so excited yeah, to they, see they us were, yeah. and uh, they hooked us up with some swag. Like I still wear that hat that they gave yes. that they gave us. It was mm-hmm. a sweet ponytail hat. <laughs> and they were having a staff barbecue that day, yeah. so everybody was getting stuff ready for that. It's just like a great atmosphere, but it's cool because like you know we get to see inside your place of business totally. and what you do every day totally and of course we like plug you all morning long yeah. and it's one big like four-hour commercial for you exactly. so <laughs> you're getting a lot of publicity so we're gonna put up the show up for for up, up for grabs tomorrow morning as of six we'll do it on the text machine and it'll be great yeah so if you want to bid on us if you have uh some money in the uh, in the like what the hot dog budget for your work? <laughs> go into petty cash. Go, <laughs> go into, into petty, petty cash. cash and just throw us a couple bucks, and it's all going to Chio. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move One Hundred. What's trending? Well, if you thought that was the end yesterday with the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, it's not. It's just one chapter in it. So yesterday, Johnny Depp uh, was. 
basically handed a win from the jury in his defamation trial. He was awarded over $10 million. Um, and she, in a surprising move, was also awarded $2 million for her defamation claims. But she'll just have to deduct that off that what she owes him. <laughs> exactly. Which is like about $13 million she'll have to pay him. But here's the deal. She plans to appeal. Uh, and so this is not going to go away anytime soon. So she will have to post a bond for that full judgment that she owes to him plus interest. But then she has to move forward and uh, explain or demonstrate how there were errors in the trial or in the jury's reading of the law to be successful in overturning it. So I'm surprised she wants to do this I, I mean like she said so many times in the trial she just wanted to move on with her life yeah but there's also a big message here and she has said that she believes this sets women back and you know yada yada he believes that justice prevailed so it's well, uh, obviously yeah it's just yeah. going to be uh, ugly I guess still yeah. continuing with moving forward so uh, Elon Musk non-apologetically has sent a memo to his Tesla employees saying return to the office or bye-bye, leave the company. So uh, he sent an, um, an email out to employees this week, and he said that he is requiring them all to return to the office. Mm-hmm. No hybrid model, no none of this, you know, working from home sometimes or or full-time. So he said you either spend a minimum of 40 hours uh, a week in the office physical, uh, and if you don't show up, we'll assume that you've resigned. <laughs> I totally am on board with this. Elon has got the right right idea here. Okay, yeah, okay, as he says from home from in home. his basement. Uh, but he said, I'm you kidding. know what? He said there's a lot of companies that maybe don't require this, but when is the last time they shipped out a great new product? He said it's been a while for them. Tesla has and will create the most exciting and meaningful products of any company on earth, and this cannot happen by employees phoning it in. So in okay. the last two years, Tesla's done nothing then, according to him, yes. because people have been working from home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how much physical they had. I mean, obviously, in their plants and everything else, people had to be there, but he said uh, they could pretend to work somewhere else on their wow. own time. Alluding guy, to people well, working from home being a pretend. This guy's getting to the point where he says anything and people jump on it. He'll, he'll say the most dumb things. There's no shortage of people who want to work at Tesla, though. It's yeah. not going to, I mean, he's still going to have lineups of people who will do this. But, yeah, just a pretty bold statement when Silicon yeah. Valley and everyone else is saying, meh, you know, like, we'll be, we'll be flexible. So, and that's what's trending. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Well, Derek Selwood is super excited to start his new job at the Fairmont Queen Elizabeth Hotel in the laundry room. Now, this is the job he has been gunning for. He says he's worked quite hard for the past few weeks to get himself ready and get prepared for the interview, and now he is ready. So Derek just graduated from a program called Ready, Willing, and Able, and it's offered through a Montreal-based organization called Giant Steps. So they are helping neurodivergent people participate in the workforce, But the program also works with businesses to make them more inclusive. So all of this, um, you know, to say a recent study showed that 87% of families with autistic children do not travel because of the fear of barriers they may encounter while they're traveling. But those same families said that they would travel if they knew the destination staff had been trained on autism. So there is a lot that a hotel can do to make the travel experience safer for those families, like assessing areas of a hotel that might create 
sensory overload with loud music or lighting. They can make more accessible dining rooms, outfit some of their guest rooms to better host children with autism. So Fairmont Mont Tremblant and the Queen Elizabeth in Montreal taking steps to do just that with the Giant Steps program. So they have coaches on site that provide coaching as long as it takes to make the program succeed there. And staff from the program will be making the same wage receive the same benefits and have the same working conditions as all other staff. Their philosophy is same pay for the same job. Yeah. So it's not about a wage subsidy or anything like that. And so soon with all of this in place, many more neurodivergent people will have similar opportunities as Derek, since Giant Steps is building a $50 million autism center in Montreal Wow. that is going to be opening up next summer. So training and getting more or, um, you know, young people ready for the workforce. And again, going into more businesses and getting them ready for the realities of inclusiveness of all people. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Very, what very a great cool. initiative. What very a program. Cool. I love it. That's, and way to go, Derek. That's an awesome job. Good job, buddy. And that's all the feels on Move 100.